Welcome to the Abundant Beans Podcast Christmas 2020 Special. Uh, hey guys, what's going on? This is Stephen Andrews. I am the producer for Jamie O'Kane, who is the host of the Abundant Beans Podcast. Uh, and for Christmas, we are just going to have a short episode today. It's going to be a collection of clips uh, from our favorite moments throughout the year to help you better uh, prepare your business for 2021. Um, and with that, we're just going to get to it. I'll see you on the other side. I, I think one of the most important things people can do is look out 10 years. I think they could, everybody should read the price of tomorrow and understand what's coming because what we can, what we think is coming is based on a lineal linear understanding of time and progress because biologically we grow in a, and we evolve in a linear respect. It, things happen very slowly because of technology, everything's changing exponentially and our brains are having a hard time getting around that. We can't even foresee what that would look like. Great companies, whether it's Netflix or, or Tesla, they're looking forward 10, 15, 20 years and they're building for that. Netflix didn't build a company around DVD distribution. They knew where microprocessing technology was going to where they would actually, they knew it was coming because it's happening predictably. So they were building a company around digital delivery they knew that they were doing that and blockbuster said we're going to have more candy in the aisle and that'll be good and that's going to be fine and they got destroyed so any business anybody whatever you're doing if you're a truck driver you're going to get disrupted you're not your job is going away this decade for sure it's going away so seeing that and thinking about that with other people that are future thinking that can understand exponential thinking studied peter diamandis but really looking 10 years down the road to a world that doesn't we can't even understand in today's perspective is important because it's coming whether you prepare for it or not. You know, how do you, because I know you and Megan are doing some copy stuff. Um, so, talk to, so talk to us about visualized copy and how are you helping people kind of really get to the meat of like who they want to work with? Yeah, so at Visualize Copy, we specialize in uh, email copywriting, mm -hmm. uh, particularly working with coaches and copy, or excuse me, coaches and course creators. I realized there's three C's in that also. That's <laughs> yes. got a thing for C's, apparently. <laughs> I um, like it. <laughs> so we specialize in working with uh, basically people who have online businesses with personalities behind them. Mm -hmm. And um, one of the things that we really focus on a lot in our in our business is helping people write uh, welcome sequences or nurture sequences that actually convey both who they are in a genuine and authentic way, but that also help their readers, their subscribers feel an empathetic connection to them. And like, they actually care about them because they do, hopefully. We, we want everyone we work with to care about the people they work with. Mm -hmm. uh, but to, to really build that relationship in a natural way so that you build no like and trust and you don't come off just sounding like a gross corporate, you know, personality list thing, which was, I, I don't know about you, uh, Jamie, but when I first started writing, when I first started my, my first business, and of course I wrote all my own copy because mm -hmm. I couldn't hire anybody at that point. that's what you do. Exactly. It's what you do. And um, I, because my, my writing experience was all in an academic context, my, everything I wrote was correct. It was correct but it was so boring to read and like had no personality and no, like it was really difficult to convey yeah. any kind of empathy when, when you're, when you're coming off as cold and dry mm -hmm. as you might, as you might imagine. Yes. I think my, I have the opposite problem. I'm at the point like in my life where I just write the way that I would speak 
Um, and I had, I did an article for Intuit and I sent it to the editor and he's like, I have a lot of changes. I hope you don't feel like, just know, like, this is what I do. I was like, oh no, you're fine. <laughs> like, <laughs> I assumed you would have like, text, you know, he had like clarity changes and, and I was like, okay, like, that's not what I do, right? And I'm more worried about my voice than I am about, you know, it being technically correct or whatever. Like, I don't have time for that. That's your job. <laughs> That's why yeah. you're the editor. So my biggest takeaways are winging it is a waste. You really need to be prepared. I love it. Okay. Mm -hmm. So just because podcasts are accessible mm -hmm. doesn't mean that you need to treat it as amateur or less because it's not. So still treat it like a media interview mm -hmm. because people are going, unlike an episode of the Today Show in 1973, podcasts are very easy to find. And if you're not prepared, it's going to catch up with you and it's there forever. I love that. It's the internet so, is forever. <laughs> yeah. So don't treat it as lesser. Yes. Um, Treat it as the amazing opportunity that it is. Respect the show, respect the host, respect yourself. Love and you that. will get so much out of it. It's yeah. so much fun. It is so much fun. So my final question for you today is, uh, what is the one thing most business owners are missing when it comes to growth? That is such a good question. So honestly, I think that when it comes to growth, people are too afraid to lean out. <laughs> and I think that it, it keeps them overworked and it keeps them overwhelmed and it actually keeps them from the success and the sustainability in business that they really want. And so I would say really do think about what is, think about your next level vision, right? Think about what is it that you see in the future? What do you want to be known for? Um, and really focus in on that. Like just pick a lane <laughs> and focus and get really clear um, for your customer's benefit as well as for your own benefit um, in what you do and who you do it for. And I think that really that is the key to successfully growing. And once you have that, you can then scale. But if you're still trying to be all the things to all the people and you're still saying yes to absolutely everything, you're gonna have a really hard time ever moving out of that growth stage. That's so good. What is the one person every new vet practice owner should have to help them and their practice thrive? I, I'm going to morph your question. That's me. Okay. It's who who are the multiple people they mm -hmm. need? And it is a really great board of advisors. Yeah. And that board of advisors will be comprised of an attorney. It'll mm -hmm. be appraised of an accountant. It'll be um, maybe a trusted a mentor mm -hmm. or coach, mm -hmm. um, depending what the roles are they need. That's really great to have somebody that's already walked in these shoes mm -hmm. that can give you a little bit more information and, and help you balance mm -hmm. things out. Those outside eyes and all this They stuff. are. They are. And I do think that having a professional life coach mm -hmm. is huge. And most veterinarians don't do that. It's important. It's a great perk I get with my company. Yeah. And I really, really love having my coach um, because he's... Um, constantly challenging me to yeah. up my game. I love it. And I always say coaches need coaches too. They do. They I, do. I have a coach. I tell people all the time, I have a coach. Yeah. Find one. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Important. 
thank you guys for listening uh this clip episode has been amazing to put together uh and it it really warms our heart to know that you guys um listen we get close to a thousand downloads a day and we really really appreciate it um we'll be taking next week off and we will see you guys in 2021 until then be abundant